11 when you wake up. <laughs> but you need to go wash your face. <laughs> right. Clean that shit up, though. Hey, you feel me? Talk about with the foul breath, you hear me? But go hit that mouth up. <laughs> I, I feel like that's... Real, uh, that's real love, but that's also early love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After a while, you like, please get out my face. Yeah, go hit that mom. Yeah, hit that mom. Messy Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Messy Mondays. Is with your girl Show Me and your girl Molly Mar. Thank you again for all of your support. Make sure to follow us on Instagram on Messy Mondays Podcast. Yes, we are back, Marley. Episode 21. 21. Um, last week was fantastic. I like that this guest flow that we're on, and I hope it inspires a lot of others. And we're gonna continue having some amazing guests, but I'm excited to continue the movement that we're going. For sure. How was your week? My week was great. Um, you know, honestly, I'm glad that, you know, the weather is getting better. You know what I'm saying? That's a good thing. <laughs> so, you know, that's awesome. And I'm also really glad that um, we got a lot more people, you know, into the podcast. Uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback. A lot of people said a lot of positive things with the new intro. Shout out to Double uh, A. Um, for actually being the producer that made the music for the intro. That's so awesome of you. Um, make sure to follow him on Twitter or Instagram at double A underscore AA81. Um, he does make beats. He's super talented. Check out his work. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. And also, make sure, guys, to check out the Joshua Wade, our last week's guest. He was so dope, right, Marley? Like, he had... I'm excited for what the movie scene is going to, or like the film and the screening kind of scene of Miami is going to look like in the future. Yeah. That is sure. like untapped territory. And I forgot that that movie Moonlight that won an Oscar. Yes. Was fully filmed Miami, fully Miami based um, screenwriters, actors, that whole nine. That is look a full that. Miami movement. So there's people on the come up in Miami with, you know, film and acting. There's a lot of untapped territories in Miami, in South Florida. There's a lot of talent down here that no one's really even seen because there's not enough outlets here. So it really just, it's going to take time because I've seen so much growth in the city in the past 10 years. It's, an, it's really unbelievable. So it's becoming like a super mecca. It really is. And if we get there in time, if we get step into that realm early, we can, you know, people can make things happen. People can make things blow up. So I'm excited for the city of Miami. Absolutely. And right now, this is the time, guys, for us to unify and to join forces and for us to make our own our own stomping grounds and our own platform. Because at the end of the day, it took a group like us to create it in other cities. You feel me? So someone has to get it together and, and do it. And I think that we're all doing it. And that's why, like you said, the right now, the flow of guests is perfect because we're creating a unity within the flow of guests. Um, I'm so happy to say that we actually have a guest today and this episode is going to be super duper dope. And the reason it's going to be super, super dope is because number one, we have a hometown, let's do it from the city type of guest today. You feel me? Like, that's what, that's what we need. You know, like we need Miami on the map, so we need some Miami is doing this. You feel me? So that's it. <laughs> That's right, right, right. That's what we gotta claim it. You gotta start saying it. Miami. Ain't no one a Miamian here. You feel me? The only real Miamian is this man right here. Because no one is a Miamian. I'm no Miamian. Absolutely. And that's the special guest is the Prince, guys. That's D A Prince. Yes, recording artist and pub public figure out here in Miami. If you guys want to check him out on Instagram right now, as we're having the conversation, make sure to check him out at it's the Prince three hundred five. The D-A, guys, not T-H-E. The Prince, okay? Check it out so that you guys can actually look, because we're going to be referring to a few things going on on the I-N-G. But without further ado, say hi to the podcast. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? This is Water Prince. I'm in the building. <laughs> messy Monday. <laughs> Ooh, I'm saving that as a clip. <laughs> Ooh, you should. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to get to know more about you. So, you know, tell us about your, tell us about you, what you do, you know, your music, what's it about, what's the direction you're going? 
I'm born and raised in Miami, Florida, um, out of the city of Little Haiti. Moved to North Miami Beach. Um, I'm a Miamian, like she said, Miamian <laughs> all the way. Uh, I've been to Miami damn near all my life, all my life. Um, the only time I actually left Miami, I had the opportunity to go up to Michigan for like five years. Um, and played, um, I played football at Central Michigan University, won a couple championships, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing under Coach Kelly and under Coach Jones. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I've been around. I've been around a whole different states and, and had different experiences. And going from Miami to like Michigan is like a total opposite, you know, yeah, yeah. from the sunny, everyday sunny to, you know, freezing your butt off in the negative 10, negative zero. So it was crazy, but it, it, it was a great experience. I never changed that for the world. Just give me the opportunity to network with different people. So. Don't you realize how much you miss the sun once you're away from it and how much you, you know, actually love yes. Florida weather once you're far away from it for an X amount of time? That's how I'm I I'm going to say this. Like, I'm in Miami and I hardly go to the beach. Right. So when I was up in Michigan, I was like, damn, I need to be in the beach right now. That's, oh, my God. <laughs> I need to be in the sand right now. <laughs> that is me 100%. <laughs> I never realized how much I loved the beach until I was away from the beach. I, it never made, and I was a rarely go to the beach kind of person, but you don't realize it until you're gone. So were you like, um, like growing up as a kid, you were like one of those, I know in Miami, we have a heavy football teams yeah. out there. Right. So were you one of those kids growing up? Growing up, you know what? I never actually played, um, Optimus or Pee Wee football. So when I got to, uh, I was always into basketball. But when I end up uh, going to North Miami Beach Senior High, I end up going to like two meetings. I end up going to the basketball meeting, and then I end up going to, I went to the basketball tryouts, then I went to the football meetings. And the football coach ended up calling me first, so that's why I ended up playing football. But okay. I never actually played football all my life, but I played block football, you know, um, <laughs> on concrete and all that, you know, touch football, you know, unorganized. We call unorganized it, football. The sandlock. <laughs> you know, so I played that, but I was always pretty much always had hands I was talented so you know I mean some people are just naturally athletic you know right. what I'm saying like like I remember that when I was growing up like in the hood there was always like that one kid that just he, just, he just. ran and he know <laughs> he was the fastest and he could play ball like it was just like it happened who wasn't signed up to any sport it wasn't signed up to anything they were just good at everything you know what right. I'm saying like, it's, just, it's true that's very much and that you know what that comes from that there's no options yeah, you, you know what I'm saying exactly <laughs> you know what I mean? so you just have to do what you do what you have you're going with the flow in the hood yeah. yes. there's football available you play football if there's basketball you basketball dodgeball you dodgeball it's volleyball you volleyball right so. no but I agree and I think that um, especially no one appreciates where they're from until they leave you know right. what I'm saying oh, no. and it's like Especially in South Florida, I would like to say people complain a whole lot when they move out here. Right. A whole lot. People always say, oh, this place is missing this and this place is not like this. Everybody's right. always talking about their hometown, that it right. was so much better. And I think the one thing that we must admit, guys, is that this is the only place that it really feels like you are in a vacation. And if you don't want to live like you're on vacation, then don't live here. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really all it is. But this is, if you want to live in a place that feels like a vacation, then you are going to love Miami, Florida, South Florida. So please stop complaining. That's what I have to say about that. Now, in regards to, we know that young you was a rascal. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah. then older you decided to become an artist. Yeah. Because clearly you, you're an artist, right? Yeah, of course. Like in more fashions than one. Number one, you dressed. Yeah, I just. With the <laughs> red to red to red to red, ladies and gentlemen. We got yeah. the J's all red. You feel me? Like, you got shot for those last month. You know what I mean? like, he got all red on. So, you are, you, you an artist. You feel right. me? You shining. When, when did the prince become the prince? Because your name is, like, also, like, royalty. You right. feel me? Um, it was always, I started off with Felony, a.k.a. the prince. And everybody was, uh, you know, to the, to the broader market. Let's say to the broader market, you know, how many people is really going to take their time out to actually figure out the definition of felony, right? And people would be like, oh, you got you got a criminal record? No, I don't, you know. But what, what I was painting with that word felony is for every little one neglected youth. That's what it stands for, acronym. And those are the individuals that end up turning felonies because you are being, right. you know, you are being, I'm talking about, you're, you're on the outskirts. You the outlaw. 
you know, people's not really, you're being neglected, basically, from everything. So those are the individuals that end up turning into felonies, kids that don't feel like they're getting enough love from their parents or from the people, the community and everything like that. Those are the individuals that end up becoming felonies, you know, if they don't have the right outlet. So that's the reason why I came up with that acronym and I was like, yeah, I'm going to use that. acronym is super dope. Are you yeah. using it for something else? No, I'm not using it. But, you know, I thought about starting a program that's, with that acronym. I think that's that is a really good acronym. So for every little one, they collect the youth felony. So. Get that get that patent ASAP. Of course. Nah, real <laughs> so. shit. It's like, it's really dope. You can even name an album after that. That's a pretty dope yeah. name. And your description is pretty cool. I agree that maybe not as an artist name. Right, to the broader yeah. market, you know. <laughs> like, I... I'm going to tell you, like, it's like going to the elementary schools. You know, I love being in the schools talking to the kids and everything. And it's like, hey, felony. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, but at the end of the day, that's not, you know, I don't want no kid end up thinking like that's something that they want to become. Like, they want that on their records at all. Yeah. I want them to realize that, you know, you have the opportunity to do something great outside of just going in and out of jail or even doing slinging drugs or anything like that. There's other things that come out in the community, even though that's what you're surrounded by every day. Because I know growing up, that's what I was surrounded by. You know, drugs, uh, the dope boys riding in the nice Chevys and everything like that. And as a kid growing up, you want that. That's the, that what you envision. I mean, not to... Put down little Haiti, but everybody is not a secret. It's not the best place in No, nah, of course not. <laughs> it's not. It's a little rough, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's not really the type of place that if you're not really from there, you ain't gonna be riding in the middle of the street at nah, night. You know what I mean? Not. Like, you gotta know, people gotta know you. Yeah, you gotta so, know where to go. Yeah. Which streets to ride on, you know, to make sure. So. so, I mean, in that kind of adversity, you know what I mean? You're, you, you seem. Just from the aura that I'm getting from this conversation right now, you right. seem like a really positive person. Of course. You seem like a very forward-thinking person, because even right now, you just said that your rapper name was an acronym right. to prevent future felons. Right. Like, you put a lot of thought into that. Of you course. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> if, if, how does a person come from such a, I guess, structured environment that's setting you up for failure, right. and decide to turn that around? Like, what did you do to... Or what inspired you to change your mind? I, I believe is you know I have older brothers. I got four older brothers and um, five sisters. I got wow. sisters. Wow, five Yo older sisters. Yeah, I got four. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I come from a, I come from a big family, right? So you know I'm, I learn from people's mistakes. To be honest, like you know, do I have to go to jail to realize I, I don't need to go to jail? Or do I see people make the mistakes of going to jail and me using my brain to say, you know, that's not the place to be. Right. You get what I'm saying? So I guess, like, just learning from the people's mistakes. And TV, you know, TV is so powerful. Because you could be trapped in the hood, but TV will take you everywhere else. Right. Like, you could watch yeah. a show, and the show could take you to Seattle. So could take you to California. Yeah. And it's like me seeing that and wanting better. Nice. I guess that's, that, that would be the main thing, just wanting better. Knowing that better is out there and being in your circumstance is just a, a limit. You have the tools, which is school, and you have the opportunity to just use those tools to get you where you need to be. And I think, you know, with me, I know that's what I use because I used to love going to school. That was so never. Were nothing. you the youngest out of all those siblings? Yeah, I'm the youngest brother. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I got. I thought was the youngest. Sister. Period. I was gonna be like, what? My little sister's the youngest, but I, I, yeah, I'm the youngest in the boys. <laughs> so. Wow. So you're the second youngest. Yes. You're still the baby. I'm still the baby, you know, yeah. protective of me. You know, You're the baby like boy. That. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow, that's, I think it's so awesome to have a lot of siblings. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't awesome when you guys were kids and, like, shit was hard. It, you know but what? Like, it, when you to get be older. honest, it was, it, it was great. I'm going to tell you, like, when you got older brothers and they got some certain shoes, you just... Pass it down. You know, the hand-me-downs. You know, yeah. people complain about the hand-me-downs, but my brothers used to, you know, they used to have the raw shoes, so let me get that. You know, I'll take, that <laughs> throw it I'll take your polo to Tommy's at the time. I'll yeah. throw it on or sneak their shoes out and take it and run to school with it. So, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It's fun. So, you learn a lot from those before you, so your siblings and, and your older brothers and things like that. So of course, you of kind of had an idea where you wanted to be or not be in or those, you know, you right. kind of learn from their own lessons in a, in a way. Most definitely. Because, I, I mean, I used to run the streets myself at the end of the day, like doing a lot of craziness, being involved, you know, ducking and running from the police and stuff like that. That wasn't fun. So, I don't know, man. Shout out to everybody that think that's fun, but it wasn't that fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think like now, you know, I'm at a I'm at a place in my life where 
I don't care. Uh, I see your officer. How you doing? You know, I, I think I'm in position and, and I position myself to be, uh, you know, not having to run from nobody and just being able to hold a conversation with anybody and being in a room with whether it's a hundred police officers or it's just me and my partners. You get what I'm saying? I don't feel like um, I got to pretend to be like anything that I'm not. I'm myself. I feel comfortable in my own skin and I feel like you know, uh, the hood prepared me for that and college prepared me for that. Being able to network with different people and being right. able to hold those conversations. Did you go to school? Did you go away? Yes, I went to Central Michigan University. Oh, yeah, you did. That's yeah. for college when yeah. you lived up there. Okay, I yeah. see. I graduated from North Miami BCI, home of the charges, you know. So. Okay, okay. I mean, a lot of people that went to school in Michigan tell me that they love it because it's like a school town. So it's like all about... Yeah, it's all about football. It's all, right. It's all about Central Michigan was... About football, basketball, um, you know, um, I had the opportunity, like I said, I played with Antonio Brown that played for Pittsburgh Steelers. I played with J.J. Watts for the Texans. Um, I played with a lot of great athletes from the D-Vicks to the D-Walls, from the Jerry Seymours, uh, a lot of great athletes. And I met a lot of great people, you know, and just being able to um, have the opportunity to go to school and seeing better also, just being up there, just seeing how people was living differently, then, you know, you would, fly, you would go to school, have one lifestyle, then fly back home and be like, yeah, yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, okay, you know this what? is the hood. I got to make it out of this, and you know? that's what college does for you. Yeah. And that's why I think, aside from the drinking and the excessive right. partying, right. which is, you're developing really bad right. habits. <laughs> aside from that, you get so enriched, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If you guys are hesitant right now to allow your kids to go away to school, I would say... Allow them to go away. Yeah, I said it. The day and that if I you're like in kids. a position right now that you're applying to schools and you don't know whether or not you want to go away, guys, go away because it really will enrich you. And I agree yeah. with you. I think All that it way. exposes you and it takes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and 100%. It, yeah, and not only that, I'm not even trying to, you know, say and be that guy that says that thing, but I'm going to be honest. You got to understand that everywhere is not a lot of minorities. Like, mm -hmm. you have to be in an environment that's more realistic with the rest of the country. Right. And when you yeah. go away to school, unless you go to a predominantly black college, most of your classmates are white. Yeah. It, so it's, and you learn so much because you're like, yo, like, this is a group of people I was never exposed to. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like you, at all. you know, Miami is the melting pot. You know, we, we take pride in that. You got the Spanish, you got the Haitians, you got everything in Miami. Jamaican, you have a piece of everything. Mm -hmm. But... Going from Miami to Mount Pleasant, Michigan Mount was, Pleasant. Uh, hey, listen, hey, listen, listen. The, just the name you itself. Even, you laughing about it, but <laughs> Just the Mount name Pleasant. itself. Just the, the name itself. Going from Miami to Mount Pleasant, Michigan is like night and day. So you, you had a predominant white university at the end of the day. Majority of the black people that's at that school are athletes. Yeah. Point blank. You know, either you're on a track, you're doing gymnastics, probably a sprinkle, um, football, basketball. However, you know, I've been in classrooms. Imagine taking black history and you're the only, it was me and my partner, Stephen Friends. We're the only one in the classroom. We're the only black people in the classroom. In a lecture hall. Right. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So every time they, they mention about Martin Luther King getting hit across the head or something was happening or, you know, Jesse Jackson, something that was happening, all the white kids would look back like. Right. Hey, man, we, we, I wasn't there. You get what I'm saying? But, yeah, you experienced that. But that, yeah, you know what? That is important. Yeah. That yeah. is good. And I think that sometimes you have to you have to be taken out of your comfort zone and you have to be shaken up. Most definitely. That's most definitely. I, I think that that's that's why you are the prince today. Yeah. Because you were able to to have all these well rounded experiences. Of course. Which I think of course. Is really dope, for it's sure. a development of a, as a person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. College does has a has a big difference in who you become. <clears throat> excuse me. As an adult and what you right. grow into and kind of your thought process and what you learn to accept and not accept in your in your life in your adult life so and i agree very true and that's why i say the day that i have kids i'm like i don't care you're going to college right. i don't care what you going to college you're going to experience that because that's what's going to make or break you at the end of the day so not you, to say that you, you need that education right why like you have to go to college to become successful you don't however i think going to college and having that experience makes you a well-rounded individual that's a very good point that's a very good point it's kind of it kind of polishes you yes a bit which is good and sometimes we need polishing everybody yeah, for real. <laughs> um but speaking of your music i definitely don't want to you know not mention 
the LMCT movement you got right. Right, 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 That's right. That's right, right. Let me come through, you know. <laughs> That's the LMCT, okay? Let That's me a, come let me through. come through. You have a bunch of videos that are hilarious, yes. by the way. <laughs> yes. The, his IG is filled. I was laughing at them this morning. Yes, it's so funny because, like, first of all, doesn't he have um, Marley, the little uh, small person, the little Dominican small person? Yes, he does. <laughs> Like they use them, it's hilarious. Love that. It, it's cute, and you have like a caricature of you with like a bobblehead. Right, 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 so right, cool. right, 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 right. Let's let's talk about this. Let me come through because it's so catchy. It's such a catchy song. It's, it's let me come through. Was uh, I was in the club one day performing, and while I'm in the club, I would, matter of fact, that morning I woke up and it let me come through was on my mind the whole day. I don't know what was going on, but it just. Kept off riding. I'm like, let me come through. Were you trying to text a girl? Like, nah, nah, nah. I just was saying this. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, let me come through the whole day. So I end up that night. I had to go do a, a show at Sticks, and we was I was promoting a song called Pop That, and um, we was having a tour contest. It was it was fun, and while it was time for me to perform another record, I had called Spaz Out. The DJ was switching laptops and the speaker, no music is playing and everybody just sitting around waiting. And I had the microphone and I just start saying, let me come through. And what I started noticing is like people in the crowd was jigging. And I'm like, wow, I ain't got no beat, no nothing is playing. And I'm like, let me come through. Move, move, let me come through. And I just see people just jigging. So when they doing that, and I'm like, I said on the microphone, hey man, I'm going home to record this record tonight. <laughs> That spark of no. that spark of like inspiration just popped in your head. You're like, yeah, I need to get now. He's in like right. a real life test. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah. You know, I would be a fool not to bring this to life. You know. Exactly. And I had people in the crowd like, yo, I need a verse on that record. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I said, I gotta go home and and record this record. So I hollered like, you know, I hollered at two producers that that I was working with at the time, Lolo, um, Lolo Beats. I did a. I did a dance version to that record, and I also have the street version. The street version is what everybody's listening to as of right now. Okay. Let me come through. But and I, like, I feel like you can dance to it. The beat yeah, is such just, a catchy tone. It's yeah. just, as soon as the beat come on, whether you're white, black, purple, people just start to move in their own way. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? So sure. in Miami, everybody's jugging to the record because that's yes. what we do down here. Yeah, you know, yeah. we juke, we vibe, we stick, we roll. So, um, you know, as soon as the record came out, Lolo, uh, I end up going to Lolo house and I'm like, listen, this is what we're going to do. This is the sounds I want. This is what I hear. And we started working on it and we end up coming up with that beat and here it is now. Let me come through. I really, really, I'm not just saying that because you're like a Gus. Like, I really like the song. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's one of those songs that I can hear like in a locker room. Right. Before you're going to go out to compete. You Uh feel me? Like a song that you listen to while you're boxing at the gym. I like to kickbox. So it's like, you need songs that give you that energy. Like, it just gives you, like, that like that fun, hard beat. You That's know what right. I mean? And at the end of the day, who doesn't like to work out to, like, trap and hip-hop music? Like, That's something, yeah, something that energizes you. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna work out to, like, a Taylor Swift song. No, yeah, you know, no, you need something that. that energizes you, something that keeps you moving, something that's, like... Pushing you at the same time, like, yeah. and that's yes. a, and that is a good line. Like, let me come through. Like, you're in, you're like being pushed to get to that yeah, end or something like that. Through, like, you're, you to know, get in, you gotta pull through the through that last set that you got that you struggling in. Let me come through. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you should have like some type of a official competition because so many different videos are being put out there. Right, right. You really should. I think it's really fun. It's a fun track. It's I see that you have fun, kids fun, fun. and you have a whole bunch of people doing a little grandmothers. Gym. It's really awesome. <laughs> And it's, it's really catchy, and I think, like I said, I really think that it's one of those songs that gets people pumped up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. really dope. And for those of you who haven't seen it, go ahead and check it out right now on the Instagram page. It's The Prince 305. And what you guys a DA. can see it. What a DA. Yes. And with a DA, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I noticed that you even had a female at a strip club that wasn't a stripper. Right. Going in. Right. Like, how, <laughs> how does that happen? How, how does the prince... <laughs> Hang out at the strip club and have the guests, not the strippers. Yeah, I noticed that one too. Putting the stripper to shame. Right. How does that happen? And not get kicked um, out. Right. Not get kicked out, right? And you know, it's to be honest. You know, um, I wish I could say is you know it's all me, but it's just I guess the vibe of the track is 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 catchy and people just 
when it comes on, it just put them, it put them in a zone to dance. It put them in a zone to move. And, you know, that's something that I have no control over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you know, that's all God's work. I would say. Yeah, that's that, all that's God's not, work. Look, that's, not, that's not me. I cannot make you move. But when it comes on, I guess, right. you know, You will be doing... A disservice. Right. If <laughs> <laughs> you stop it from happening. If you stop it from Right, right. <laughs> Until you make it happen. Listen. <laughs> All the way. And send me the video when you go. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let me have that. No, nah, it's really dope. Who produced that? Do you know the names of the producers? Of the... Of this track. This track? Oh, Lolo Beats. Lolo, Lolo Beats. Beats. Yes. Okay, you that's could uh, follow him at uh, Lolo Beats. L-O-W-L-O-W-B-E-A-T-S. Lolo Beats. There you go. It's a pretty dope beat, guys. Check out the song for real. I mean, aside from the the stripper music and the <laughs> and the and the, and that guy that used to go to school in Michigan, um, you're a big philanthropist. Yeah. Big time. Big and time. I know that everybody kind of got that feel already because in the beginning when you started your conversation, you did a, mention many times that you kind of are about change and okay. about progress and about learning from others' mistakes. So you can tell that you're a person that you're well-versed in communicating this message. And I have had the privilege of knowing of another event that you did, which was Hangout, Hangout Day. Day. That was really dope. Yeah. And I know that you had some NFL players there too. And it's they support it. You do it yeah. on an annual basis. I'm yeah. going to let you talk about that. But I, I know that you, you're about this philanthropy thing. Yeah. And I know that right now you actually are working on the nonprofit organization Stars of Tomorrow. That is correct. Um, and that's incorporated, yes. ladies and gentlemen. So um, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about what that is, and then we're gonna dive in because I think this is a great thing you're doing for the community. Stars of Tomorrow was something that I um, my last year in college. I was sitting back and I was thinking outside of music, outside of playing football, or any sports or anything like that. I left I left Miami where I kind of left there with a bad taste, kind of. I would say you know just going through my ups and downs down there in Miami, running around. Like I said, running from the police. I think like my last year in high school, because my second, my my junior year in high school, I ended up losing my mother. So when I lost my mother, that was like the 360 for me. Um, It made me just change my surrounding and the individuals I had around me. And I just felt like if you wasn't in it for the best of me, I didn't want you around me. And I started just moving around. I'm like, that was a really young age at that moment. Yeah, I was like, I was 16 going to 17 at the time. and just experiencing that, just having that experience kind of opened my eyes a little bit because I did make a promise to my mom, like, I was going to be the one to take you out the hood. You know, you you yeah. make that promise, and it's kind of like something that has always been there. It's like, that's what drives me every day. It's nothing else that drives me but that because I think about it, and I'm like, you know what? I lost my mom. The worst thing I could do is end up in jail and end up dead doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. So, you know, I... My last year in college, I decided um, that I'm coming back to Miami and I'm going to give back to the kids and show them that you do not have to do the things that I did or run the streets or get in trouble or anything like that, that you can do something totally different. Right. And if I could use music, things that they listen to, to connect with them and then, you know, kind of shift them in a direction where they could go ahead and do the same thing I'm doing. Come back. If you want to be like the prince, you got to graduate high school. Uh, You got to go to college. And then after you graduate, you come back to your own community and make a change in your own community. And that's right. being like the press. So if a kid want to be inspired and they are inspired by me, then that is a great thing. It's not something negative where you're thinking, hey, you're slinging dope. No, you don't have to go that route. Right. But within, to be honest, like within my music, I talk about stuff like that because that's my experience. However, I don't promote it where I'm telling the kid, hey, this is what you need to do. I'm going to tell you my story. But at the same time, it's like the yin and the yang. I'm going to tell you the bad side of things, but I'm going to also tell you the things to help you get out of any situation. That you're right. In, so so you're, you're giving problems and solutions. Of course. Right. Like a true storyteller, as we learned in our last episode, <laughs> <laughs> episode 20. I want you guys to check out. Um, but for Stars of Tomorrow, so do you help like kids, like anyone that needs to be helped? Or is it like you have like a special way of finding these children? Like how do these... Um, like, what I do is, uh, first, I wanted to start off in my own community, point blank period. Um, I think you start off in your backyard, then you're able to, you know, branch out a little bit. Um, I think uh, my whole thought process was, you know, I don't care where the, the, wherever the need is, that's where I'm going to be. And I started off with my, 
community, which is North Miami Beach. I went back there and I was like, you know, I sat down with a couple of the uh, officials over there and everybody was like, we backing you up 100%. So when that occurred, I was like, okay. You know, we started the uh, Hangout Day. That was the first annual. We did it at Allen Park. And mind you, even putting that event together, I didn't know, you know, when they say having faith, you know, that's why I say faith 1000 all the way, right? When you say faith, um, I didn't know where I was going to have this event at, right? Um, I didn't know where I was going to have it. I didn't know uh, the exact date of the event, but I was promoting it. I remember being my junior year, senior year in college. I was like, this is going to be the biggest event ever. Every day I would do this on a consistent basis, not knowing nothing, just saying. And I guess after a couple months going by, people started saying, hey, man, what is this big event you're promoting? Like, I want to be a part of that. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be the biggest event. So me graduating, it didn't happen like two, I graduated 08. It didn't happen 09. It happened 010. It happened 2010. Right. So, but everything that I wrote my junior year, my senior year in college, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, scribbling and scrabbling. And everything that I wrote became reality. Wow. Find the location and everything. You know, I look back and I'm looking at the documentation. I'm like, wow. Probably the time and the date changed, but everything that I wrote on that paper became right. reality. Right. So if you got an idea, write it down, people. Beautiful. Down, Plug you know, so. vision board party. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That is the same alignment. It's like either writing it down, making a vision about it. Um, once you write your stuff down, and essentially most most of the times it comes into fruition in some sort of way, shape, or form. The first step is is, is making it real somehow. And yeah. putting it down on something is making it real. Yeah. It is, for sure. And, you know, it's just working towards something. You know, you got to really like... When you write it down and, and, and say, this is what you're going to accomplish, I think that drives people. It does. You know? It kind of gives you a little bit of... I had a question. Yeah. You look at you it had, There was a video. I was looking at your Instagram, and there was a video you posted recently. Um, and the girl was like, oh, do you pop pills? Do you uh, take codeine or whatever, or smoke, and things like that? And I wanted to get your input on, like, the music scene and kind of, like, you're in a whole different direction from that. Like, how is it hard to separate yourself? Like, I don't do those kind of things or those kind of drugs and stuff, you know? Is it difficult? Is it a different approach? Right. Is it hard to approach it that way? Right, because right now all these Travis Scott rappers and right. all these future rappers and, you know, they promote drugs. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. You know what? And I don't do drugs. I wasn't born with it. I've never been driven to do it. I've been around smokers all my life. I've been around, uh, I mean, I've been around almost damn near everything. But I never had the urge. It's just nothing. It was never in me to say, hey, let me get a hit of that. You know, um, I, I never wanted to try anything that I saw, point blank. So, to me, it's like, I don't want to do no drugs. I don't need it. I remember going to surgery and had to, I had to take pills for, you know, for the pain of my knee. I tore my ACL while I was in college. And even when I was taking them pills, I was like, I didn't like it at all. My body rejects it. I don't want to be around it. I, I, I could care less about, you know, trying to be in the in crowd. If right. everybody around me smoking, yeah. it's not going to make me smoke. If everybody around me doing whatever they're doing, it's not going to make me do it. I, I could care less about that. Because I think I have found myself. And a lot of times people haven't found themselves. You know, they want to fit in with everybody. They want to be down with everybody. Then I had, I'm going to give you a story. I had a partner like that. Where what would happen is if when whenever he met a female, if she did weed, he would do weed with her. You get what I'm saying? If she did cocaine, he would do it with her. You wow. get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. just to be down and just to, you know, have that... Trying to fit in. Like that bond with that You person. get what I'm saying? And I used to tell him, I'm like, yo, and this is, we talking about 15, 16 at that time. I'm like, yo, y'all need to be down. Yeah, hey, if she does it, yeah. she does it. You don't have to do it to fit in. And to this day, my partner lost his mind. Yeah, lost his mind, man. Just because you don't know what these chemicals will do to you. Wow. Like, somebody could smoke weed right now. I could go smoke weed. And it might trigger a chemical in my head that I don't even know that's there. That's you get what I'm saying? So, I've seen some people yeah. react badly to marijuana. Yeah. I agree. I'm telling you. And I, <laughs> that, there was one time, man, the same individual. One day, we were on a, we were on a block. It was me, my partners. We we on a block. We're talking. And this individual comes running. Oh, he's running. And we like, what the hell are you running from? And he's like, you don't see it. You don't see it. Oh, my God. We like, what are you talking about? And he's hiding behind the car tire. He's ducking. He's hiding behind the car tire. And we're like, what are you talking about? And he keep pointing on the other side, but there's nothing there. 
So you you hallucinated yeah. off of the drug. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I never understood why people want to hallucinate. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just terrifying. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a little scary. Terrifying. I don't, I don't know about all that. Like I, I just me, I like the reality of things. Yes. I don't run from it. Hey, if I'm going through some stress, I'm going through stress. I just got to find a way out. Cause I think through every bad situation, if you actually pay attention, there's a good lesson in it. That right, you can use and to you get out. should. And another thing people do is that people don't want to feel anymore. Of course. So it's like they find all these ways to not feel, and then just like that's not normal. Yeah, You're supposed to feel. You're supposed, to, feel. <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to have those like, emotions, yeah, those totally, feelings. I, yeah. Of course, of course, and people run from it. Yeah. They run from it, you know, and I think. They got to just face it. Face it. There's nothing wrong with facing your emotions, facing your fears, facing your drama, facing what's stressing you, and make it happen. Finally. Absolutely. I mean, is that something that you guys tell, like, the kids in these type of environments, like, in the hangout day? I know that there's a really action-packed day. Right. But is there, like, a moment that they get to, like, hear you guys talk? and? Most definitely. I think that's something that we, we drive so much because um, to be able to tell the kids, like, yo, stay away from drugs. And it's not me just saying it. You know, people say stay away from drugs. Then you go on the Instagram and you see they rolling up the weed. Like, yeah, but I'm really, I'm really an advocate of that. But I don't need drugs. I don't need none of that for me to write how I feel. And a lot of people say, well, you know, um, I had a partner at one point that, oh, if he wasn't smoking weed, he couldn't write music. And I'm like, yo, so that's not your true emotion. You know, you're not tapping into your true emotion because you don't need that to tell your life story, what you've been going through. Or you got to right. make something up. I say, you know, at the end of the day, you don't need the drugs for it. You don't need no... Right. That. He created some type of a codependency. You get what I'm saying? And yeah, I, I get um, it. But I mean, we all know that when it comes to like writing and producing and editing and people who do music, there's a lot right. of smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and, you, and you guess what? I've been in the studio with people smoking their way and it's like, they pass it to me. I'm like, nah. Oh man, I used to be like... <laughs> 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 you know, like like, I used to be like you, drug free, but now <laughs> look at me. <laughs> but it's okay, you know. I'm not here to hold judgment on anybody. Right. Whatever, but it's just don't try to, you know, push your junky things. You know, your junky moves. If you're on. At this day and age, it's very impressive. Very. It's just you know everybody's that you're doing in that environment in such a heavy way, yeah. and that's not something you're interested in. I commend you for that. That's pretty awesome. Especially how it's popularized. Yeah. Now, aside yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, now that it's legalized, <laughs> right, like, right. everybody wants to, like, you know, make it seem as if this is what you should be doing because it's, like, the best thing since sliced bread. Right, right. Like, oh, man, I got to have it. And I had another partner, man. Um, you know, just, and like I said, I learned from experience. I've never been a drug user, so just, I remember I had uh, an individual I called my cousin and um, was going to college, and I ended up, I was going up there for a football camp went up there and I had to stay with them. And for the first time, me seeing him rolling up and smoking, I was like, what are you doing? He, oh, now I do this, you know, here and there. And then receiving a call from him, like he's hallucinating, wow. you know, uh, like a year or two later. The people are smoking yeah, you know what what so, goddamn marijuana. But, you know, like, the thing, I, what, what I always explained to him was, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, you're dealing with these individuals. You don't really know them. They're just your roommates. And you don't know how they really smoke. You don't know how they really feel about you. They might put lace in your in your weed. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. And nowadays they putting all type of stuff in weed. So that's true. Um, I was like, you don't know what they doing. And he's like, nah, bro. You know, don't worry about it, man. I'm, I'm. You know that that's one of the reasons why they say that medical marijuana is a good move because of the fact that it's gonna take away from street marijuana, which is really unhealthy because there's a lot of chemicals and there's like. Uh, I heard like even certain types of uh, insect poisoning and like roach Man, killers. people doing yeah, all type of stuff to the, to the marijuana. And I'm not even a smoker. And that's, it sounds dangerous. Yeah. It just sure. sounds dangerous, you know, for them to put all type of chemicals in there. And people's like, yeah, you, if you ain't smoking this, you ain't smoking. Man, look at here, man. I don't get involved in all that. Right. That's what I mean. And I know that you definitely have a lot of information in regards to all your partners. But you know when you're doing <laughs> this, you gotta tell <laughs> about a messy situation that happened to the prince. Because this is what the listeners are here for. <laughs> so we need to hear the messiness, boy. We need to hear it. Uh, <laughs> one of my messy stories, man. 
I was in, uh, I ended up coming back from college and um, I was dealing with a young lady. And at the time, you know, sometimes your mind, your your mind, you know, when somebody's trying to rush into relationships and rush into babies and stuff like that. Mind you, I don't have no kids. I'm not in a rush for any of that answer right now. I'm chasing. And um, at the end of the day, the individual was in a rush to have, a, have babies. I'm like, I just got out of college. I'm trying to get, you know, when you get out of college, mm-hmm. you're trying to get on your feet. Because right. everybody already had head stars, whoever had jobs already. You coming out, you're trying to get on your feet. So one day, I was staying with her at one point, but then I had moved out. We had moved out. Cause I was like, we not having the, uh, you know, we ain't seeing eye to eye on baby talk and all that. So, so I was you in got, You got your own place. Right. And then your girlfriend had her own place. Right, right, right. So, so now I'm in the gym. Me and my partner were working now. And for some strange reason, he started telling me stories about how women just used to do them dirty. Like, you know, like, yeah, man, I used to treat them right. And they just would do me dirty. I'm like, hey, man, I ain't trying to hear that right now. Let's get this quick. You know Right, let's hit this weight, man. You get what I'm saying? But mind you, earlier, I had received a call from the young lady, and she was like, hey, I'm about to have a girl's night out. Okay. But in my mind, I'm like, hey, you never called me about, ever. I've known you for years. You never, ever called me about girl's night out. So why would you call me today? So I'm not even, I'm like, okay, no problem. Have your girl's night out. But when I'm in the gym working with my partner, he just kept talking about, like, you know, when somebody keeps planting seeds, I don't know if God was using this at Could have been God. Yeah. <laughs> He's just drilling me. Yeah, man, I was doing good things with these ladies. I would get them everything, and they would try me. I'm like, all right, bro, put the weights up. Let's go, right? So after I'm done working out, I get in the car, and something says, Mind you, I never did a pop-up. I'm not the pop-up individual. I would not pop up at your house if we're talking or anything like that. But that day, after working out with this guy, he's drilling all these things. I get in the car and something say, drive over there. She says spidey sense. It's a drive over there. So I get in, I get in the car and I'm just driving over there. So I'm driving over there. And I get there. She meets me in the balcony. She's like, hey. I'm like, hey, what's up? And I see uh, one of her best friends outside of the uh, the rails. I'm like, hey, what's up? They're like, hey, what's up? I'm like, yeah, what's good? Girl's not out, huh? So I jump, I jump the balcony, and I go into the apartment. I'm like, girl's not out. So I open the door, and you, her sister is in one room, and her little daughter's in the other room. So I'm like, hey. They're like, hey. I'm like, hey. I close the door. They're like, hey. So I close the door and I opened up her bedroom door. And the dude just, ah. ah. So when the dude, so, <laughs> so, so when, when the dude jumps up, you know, I say, hey, man, you know, I'm mad, you know, I'm coming from the gym. I'm a little, you know, you got your pump on, you're looking a little different. So, you know, and he jumps up. I'm like, nah, you chill, chill, boy, you good. You good, right? But she's acting crazy. I don't know. I don't know if that's every woman, but she was doing things to where she wanted me to get upset. And I'm over here like, yo, relax, relax. So I'm asking the dude, what's wrong with her, right? So now I pull her, I pull her ass to the side, right? And she comes in the bathroom. She's still acting up, and I pull her ass to the side. I say, hey man, why you couldn't do me a favor and take my damn pictures off the wall, right? I said, cause, cause at the end of the day, you may be doing your thing. But don't have me looking crazy on these streets. You know, do your thing, but don't have me walking the streets and dog like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was smashing this girl, Prince. I was smashing the Prince girl, man. Wow. Wow. I was like, yo, at least you could have taken my pictures off the wall and, and, you know, do your thing on the low. Like, that's on you. So now I just grabbed a few of the things that I had over there, you know, probably some shorts or whatever. You know, I grabbed those things, grabbed my little pictures and stuff like that. And... I walked out the house. She still was acting up, acting crazy. And I'm like, dog, why? And I kept asking the other dude, why she stripping, yo? You get what I'm saying? And I just walked out. So I kept the G code. Because one thing I realized in life, like, you can't control, you know, you can't control what people do. You're not, you can't control what people do at the end of the day. Like, you, don't nobody actually belong to you. You know, and people treat people like slaves. 
at the end of the day. Like, if I'm in a relationship with you, you're mine. Like, you can't do nothing. And I have come to realize, just watching my older brothers once again deal with women and my sisters and everybody dealing with women, nieces and everybody, I have learned that, you know, people are going to do some strange things and you must be prepared so, for So, I mean, that was the end of that? Y'all never spoke after that? No, you know what? And we, we spoke because the thing, you see, me and that individual is like, we known each other damn near our whole lives. Right. But at the end of the day, I guess, you know, when you're growing apart, you're growing apart. Right. You get what I'm saying? And you have to realize that it was hard to let go, but I had to let go. You wow. know? Just to see that, and I'm like, you know Did what? Did she ever admit that she was fucking with him, or she kept denying it? Um, nah, she admitted. You know, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, she had a baby Ooh. by the end of Remember what I'm talking ah. about? Like, I'm talking about baby, I'm talking about baby talk. I'm not willing to give it to you at the moment or yeah. at the time that you want it. So, yeah, the individual can do it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, what one man can do, another man can. So, at the end of the day, you saying no, just be prepared. Somebody saying yes on the other side, too. So, but, you know, when you grow apart, you grow apart. It's one thing that, hey, can't take well, that back. No, that was like a gem <laughs> of like, if one person won't do it for you, they will find someone else to do it. Like... That is like some real facts. Like that's real, and and I guess in that setting, in a relationship setting, that's unfortunate that that person did. You know what I mean? Like you decided to go that route because you wanted something so bad, but didn't want. But she wasn't true right. to you then. You like she wasn't like. That's crazy. I just I just don't know if if I can handle the walking in on the person thing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's... <laughs> Listen, that's tough, man. I'm, I'm not gonna... Like, it's just... I'm, I don't know. It's just not in my nature. Because I always said to myself, right? Would I go to jail for somebody, like, for somebody mistakes? Like, for Good you making a thinking. bad decision, right. would I go to jail for you? Because yes. Right, right, right. I'm gonna what, do time. I'm gonna do time. <laughs> and then, and then you're right. gonna continue doing While your you're thing. in jail, yeah. Because yeah. what? Me and the individual is gonna get into a fight and do what? Yep. Be enemies for what? Because at the end of the day, you don't know what lies that individual has sold. Right. So for you to just jump up and say, I'm going to fight this person. I don't know what you told this man. You probably told this man, hey, you single, you living a life, you know, right. you got it going on. Or, or you ain't a good guy. Right, right. You painted me like, hey, this guy be beating on me. I don't know what story you sell. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants a hero. And every man wants to be a superhero. Definitely. Too. You get what I'm saying? So you don't know what lies she's selling. She probably painted me crazy. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to be your savior. Yeah. And, <laughs> so. I mean, to be honest with you, it's really smart, too. I agree, especially as men, to avoid the fight. Yeah. Because it can go left. Even the, even the women should left. avoid the fight. And people I, people can die and all that. Like, it can get to that point. I've seen a video with, a, uh, with the young lady chasing the car. I guess she got into a confrontation. And she's chasing the car. I guess the dude, the female was dealing with the dude she was dealing with. Throwing something at the car, the car ended up stopping, reversing, and running her over, and her yes. legs was twisted the other way. Yes. Just think that about that. In I, Miami, did it? Right? I, I, I don't know if it happened in Miami, but I seen that video. But just to think about, I'm losing a leg wow. for somebody making a decision yeah. to go deal with somebody else. Right, and the driver's going to jail. You get what I'm saying? But it's just you. You got all these things you got to think about. Like I'm about to go to jail. Yeah, I'm about to do this time because love. And at the end of the day, she's gonna. She ain't waiting for you. Right. Oh, that male ain't waiting for you. They finna do their thing regardless. So, knowing that, already piecing that in your mind, make your decision off that. That's a great way to avoid yourself from, from acting out if somebody betrays you. Like, don't let yeah, that you can person have. take the power, you know what I'm saying? Like, And that's, that's giving them a lot of power. Yeah, for sure. That's a lot of power. And I have talked to individuals, well, if I walked in on this, I'm, I'm killing everybody. Well, good luck. Because right. guess what? <laughs> You're done for the yeah. rest of your life. Exactly. exactly. It's sometimes like decision, those one-minute mistakes can cause a lifetime. Hey, Hell one yeah. minute yep. can change your whole So, yeah. glad you got a good yeah. head on your shoulders. Just pulling that trigger. <laughs> it could have went a hundred different ways. Hey, God bless you with a brain to think. You know? And what is it? The best revenge is your success. Of course. So, absolutely. Yeah. And, and carrying yourself and just being able to just do things to show, you know, um... At the end of the day, an individual will miss out on. They know. They know your. They know your character as a person. Point right. blank. They know what you bring to the table, and at the end of the day, they'll look back and be like, "And you know, he was a good man. Yeah. I had him. I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. Yeah. I could have waited. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, just continue to be yourself. If somebody don't see it in you, trust me, there's somebody out there that sees it in. Right. You know. So. Since I think you give really good advice, we're mm -hmm. actually going to 
ask you a messy question that was submitted by one of our listeners. Okay. And it's a brief question. Usually our listeners submit stories anonymously, so we're not going to share who sent this. Right. But this is the question. And the messy question goes, my friend has sex with this guy a few times to get over her ex. It was nothing that lasted too long. Now I started having sex with him. It's great and it's happening all the time. Should I feel bad? So, she's dealing with the same guy her friend was dealing with. Right. Basically. Um, should she feel bad? Depending, I, I say depending on the, depending on her relationship with that friend. If they real close friends, and they actually um, sit down, like they really hang out, because people consider some people friends, and they not really true. We be you know, throwing tired. that word out, like, right? Right. It's just they throw it out loosely, like that's my friend, and really you not. Really yeah. What kind of friend is this that person <laughs> to you? Right, right, right. What kind of friend is that? Somebody you talk to all the time? Was that somebody that the other friend confided in when she was dealing with this individual, and right. then you turn around and went to sleep with this individual, or you know, should she feel bad? I mean, no, because I don't. I don't. To me personally, that man might be husband material for her. I don't know. You Sometimes know? it does happen like, like that. You know, the other friend probably didn't see it. Probably seeing him just as a, a sex thing, and the other individual actually see husband material in this guy, That's and it is. works out for them. I don't know, you know, but I think like depending on the relationship of the friendship of the two friends should determine, you know, should you deal with this guy long term. I, yeah, you know, me, I think I I agree with that. Like, it depends on what your friendship was like. What's a real friend, depending upon. Um, do y'all go to dinner and was she bringing this guy yeah. to dinner? Right. <laughs> you know what, yeah, 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 yeah. what is it? Like, what, what's the, you know, the friendship? And it's, yeah, and it's apparent that the like guy that. was a rebound for the for the friend, right? So, yeah. I guess she may have known. Like, the friend the friend started it with the guy, like, she knew it wasn't going to go nowhere. Because right. her state of mind was like, I'm going to just get over my ex. Right, I'm just, you know, yeah, this yeah. just, let me get me a little boom. I don't think she mind. should, I mean, I don't think she should feel bad because... I'm assuming she knew the history between her friend and the guy and what it was and what it is. So I don't think there's any reason to feel bad. I mean, you should have a conversation with your friend and let him know. I hope your friend right, knows you this is what you're right, doing, right, but, right. or that you're, it should be a secret. Like if it shouldn't be a secret, like, listen, Hey girl, I, I understand you were dinner with buddy and y'all probably had a one night stand, two night stands, whatever. Um, but you know, I'm feeling it. Right. What do you think? You get what I'm saying? I think they yeah. should have that conversation. If, definitely, you know. definitely be a, a woman about it. Yeah, be you know open. And just and just say what it is. Like don't don't dance around the subject. And is this a a, a friend for the season? Right. You know is it just a, you know how we have that three yeah. friendship right, sometimes right, right. with people? So it's like, is this a seasonal friend or is you, this like you're here for the yeah. moment and then you go? Yeah. Depends. What on, yeah. I, but I think either home. way, whether it's a friend, acquaintance, or whatever, if you known that person for some way and maybe this guy was around like you said going to dinner with y'all as a group or hanging around y'all right, you should tell her right. and I think you're probably if you sh- you said if I should feel bad I think you're feeling bad now because you may have not told her already <laughs> so right, right. I'm just saying I think you just need to have a conversation be adults about this right yeah You gotta look at it from this perspective. All types of angles to it. One hundred percent. But you know what? When it comes to be honest, when it comes to relationship and it comes to love and it comes to stuff like this, like people have different views. Yeah. Everybody gonna have different views. You might have a friend that say, "I would never do that," and then when she's in that situation, she ends up doing the opposite. Right. And you like, why did you tell me you would never do it and you you done it? That's why I try my best not to say never. Right. I try my best and I always try to say I normally would not. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you never know. You never know. You never know. You just like, like, stop sometimes. If he does this, if he cheated, girl, if he cheated on me, I'm leaving him. But and then you do cheat on you about four or five times and you like Yeah. I love him, girl, you know, I couldn't leave him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I would say the individual when it comes down, yeah, get the advice from the people. But you go with your go with your heart. Yeah. If your heart feels that's what it feels like, then go for it. I say. Right. I agree. And sometimes maybe where you guys stay at the pool. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, imagine, imagine, like when I went to Central Michigan, right? I would be in a class, and 
you would have all these white kids. I'm the only black. They yeah. have never been a brown black kids because they went to school with 60 people and yeah. grew up all their life with these 60 people in right. their town. So do you exclude all these guys? Let's say she slept with just a... If y'all had five guys in the in the whole town, do you say, well, Susie slept with him. I'm not going to do it. That's right. the only guy that's there. What you going to do? Absolutely. Like, no, it's true. You're going to gonna get it in. You know, you're going to get it in. And even like college people too. People marry their cousins. <laughs> you you <laughs> know? <laughs> Something I won't do, but you know. Is the pool that no small? Option. I don't know. Hey, you know, and sometimes it I is. Guess, that's yeah. Small, you know? Sometimes. Yeah. Right, like, Whoa. No, right, 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 right. I'm way too Dominican to not have. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. Not gonna be okay. Bad cousin. You know what I, mean? I would not marry my cousin. No. You are related to who? That's too much. But um, I want to say that this was so dope, and I feel like this was an inspirational episode for sure. I think that we got a lot of really good advice um, from you, and not only the you know the essence of what you do as what keeps you motivated and what keeps you going. I think it's really awesome that you really believe in learning from others' mistakes. Most definitely. Which is, which definitely. is the smartest people yeah. that get through life are those who look at others and learn from and their learn experiences. From so I think that's pretty dope. I think that a lot of people here in Miami are going to definitely really enjoy this because as we know, the biggest population of Haitians in this country is in Miami. Yeah. So it's like this is a huge community out here and I really hope that you're getting the support that you deserve. And um, the second largest community is New York City, and New York City is always listening. So yeah. for sure, support you know your people, support your your group of people. <laughs> you would think you would think I would know more Creole in this world. <laughs> growing up in Broward County, Miami, and I still I've never yeah. I've never learned more than Sapase <laughs> in my life. You, never you would think I would know more. <laughs> and Beanie. <laughs> no, but yes, and and you know, and all the and all the really good Haitian food, and yeah, all that, yeah, you know all what I'm saying? Is Mamouland, Guillaume, and all like this stuff. Trying, definitely popping, you know. <laughs> so you know what I mean? So so shout out to that. You know, support your your local people, support local artists, support local talent, guys. Speaking of local Marley, you know, now that we got this love and hip hop Miami ish talk <laughs> that we got on and popping. You know what I'm saying? Please support the sister podcast. Um, we are going to continue making that grow. Um, we're going to keep keeping that as raw as possible. We're going to keep talking the that we talk. <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Miami has been intriguing and interesting at the same time. January 27th. Um, you can go on eventbrite.com to look up the actual event for the Vision Bowl party. Make sure to RSVP. We've already had a good amount of RSVPs already. We appreciate your support. Anybody who wants to sponsor or be a part of it or showcase themselves, please hit me up as well. There's still enough time for you to squeeze yourself in there and kind of, you know, network and meet some people at this because you never know. Sometimes you'd be surprised that a lot of the people that I come in contact with that end up being on the podcast, how we even met, it's like it's always a dope situation. So it's like you never know. So Never know. go to these events, guys. Even if it's not this one, go to other ones and meet more people and network and put yourself out there. Because that's the only way that you're going to actually create a name for yourself. You have to start building relationships. And uh, don't burn bridges. For real, for real. And I also want to have, have a quote that I want to share. It says, great leaders don't set out to be a leader. They set out to make a difference. It's never about a role. It's always about the goal. Mm. And I actually got that from... LisaHashish.com, really dope. And I feel like this is perfect because it kind of embodies a lot of the message that we got from the prince because um, this was a person that was a natural born leader and just fell into a role of giving back and doesn't realize that he's actually leading away. And that's just an organic process. You know what I mean? So, I mean, sometimes you just have to see the quality of people that surround you and learn from those who who can give you inspiration. Yeah. So thank you for inspiring all of our appreciate listeners. It, appreciate it. It's been very dope. And I know for sure, Mara, that we I think so. Again. Great stuff. I love to hear the things that are happening in the Miami area and how it's growing and artists out there growing and grinding. Um, if you have any messy stories, please email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us or also send us your stories via DM and on Instagram at MessyMondaysPodcast. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at MessyMondaysPod. 
Thank you again to the Prince for joining us. Thank you for all your inspiration, your conversation, and your bomb music. Let me come through. (laughs) I might have to put that in the playlist for the gym. Move. Yes. Let me come through. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely have to put that in the playlist, guys. Have a great weekend. Nessie Monday. Your girl, show me. Your girl, Marley Mar. Mondays. Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays.